Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we're always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And this is Loading Games, our video game podcast. It's true, it is. Facts are facts. (laughs) Yeah, we gotta make sure. It's good to let everybody know right off the bat. Well, you know, they might be popping in thinking they're getting movies and television. Right, yeah. But they're not. I know. It might have sounded like I was being sarcastic, but I wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Could I change the intro to take out <laughs> movies and TV? Sure. Will I? No. No. Because I like the flow of yes, our intro. It has a good flow. Why fuck with it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like car insurance. Huh? It's got its flow. Okay. You don't fuck with it. I was just going to say, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But It's the same thing. Yeah. Only the... Ain't is flow. Fair. Okay. Ain't equals flow. Okay. Write that down. I'm not going to do that's that. The, that's the new hip <laughs> science. Um, what are those things called? <laughs> like problems. Like, the, like, uh, like theorem? E equals MC squared. Like, a, a theorem or equation? Theorem. There you yeah. go. Equation. There you yeah. go. That's the new hip science equation. Okay. Ain't equals flow. flow. Got it. We'll have to spread that around. I mean, we don't have to. It's science. Oh, okay. Okay, well, you know what? We're almost we're almost at Halloween. Yes. We're almost there. Yep. But you know what the scariest part of that is? What? That we're almost at Halloween. <laughs> yeah, this year has absolutely flown by. Yeah. Not to be mistaken for flow. Right. There was definitely an N there. Yeah, you put an N in there. Yeah. And a W. All right. Well, this episode, we will be doing something a little bit different than usual. And by... A little bit, I mean like a lot, a bit. <laughs> um, we will not be doing our Good, Bad, and Ugly, which of course is our segment where we talk about the news of the week yeah. or two weeks and what we like or not Yeah, within it. Um, but it just, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff with the news I felt like, at least nothing that I felt passionate enough about that yeah. I was like, well, you really got to talk about this. Yeah, same. So I don't have a lot of opinions yeah, there's definitely like a handful, there's like a smattering of news, but nothing that was so... Yeah, it's all pretty cut and dry. Yeah, like we'll, we'll let you know what it is, but yeah. we don't... <laughs> I'm not going to need to go into too much detail, I guess. It ain't worth large conversations. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it ain't worth the flow. <laughs> well, I was going to I was gonna put a flow in uh, there. Okay. <laughs> so it ain't flow... Long conversations. Wait, but doesn't ain't equal flow? That's what I'm saying. Okay. So if ain't equals flow, <laughs> you can replace ain't with flow. Okay. Got it. So like, that like you know like, hustle and flow. Yes. Hustle and ain't <laughs> is also appropriate. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Maybe I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> You're making up new lingo. Go with the ain't. <laughs> On. Well, that's, okay, that's, that's show. It's not flow. <laughs> Would it be cool, like, the next time we see a uh, progressive commercial, mm-hmm. they've changed her name. To Ain't. To Ain't. <laughs> that would be really or, weird. Or, better yet, she's, like, Aunt Flo. Like, she has a niece now. Mm-hmm. Or a nephew. Yeah. But, like, it's pronounced Ain't. Yeah. She's Ain't Flo. Yeah. Or what if she had, like, a twin sister named Ain't? Oh, and they're identical. Yeah. So, like, they would equal each other. Yeah. I think we're on to something. <laughs> Progressive needs to get into, like, the overly dramatic daytime soap opera storylines. Definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, you flow getting that around here. <laughs> what? <laughs> ain't. You ain't getting that around here. Yeah, I know. Come on now. All right, let's get into it. We do have news, obviously, but uh, we are not doing our typical good, bad, and ugly. So, uh, first on the agenda, Disney is rumored to be targeting a purchase of EA. According to Bloomberg's report, Disney is looking for a, quote, transformation of the company. Uh, but Bob Iger is not completely on board with the idea yet. Okay, so is Disney looking for a transformation of Disney or a transformation of EA? 
Disney. Okay. So, so they, like, why would Disney care about EA's like? Well, I just wasn't they don't sure if they EA. meant like they don't by have a, any, just like if they were. They're a not cult. like a toxic like relationship, or like they're trying to change the other person. I mean, we don't know that. That's true. I guess I don't. Like, <laughs> I was just saying, if they're looking at purchasing them, I wonder if they're like, oh, we want to revamp it or whatever. But they're saying they want to change themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're doing the, like, well, mirroring thing. So, okay, first off, what are your thoughts on this idea? I don't know. It's, EA's got a lot of, uh, like, microtransaction drama, mm-hmm. like, over the years. They do, yes. Uh, that being said, like, I, I do like a lot of EA games, so, mm-hmm. like, I'm... They're very hit or miss, I feel like. They're, yeah. they're like, they either have really good games yeah. or big flops. They don't seem to have anything in the middle. Yeah. Um... So here's the things that I think stand out with this situation that make it maybe considered believable that this is a scenario that could be happening. Okay. We know that Disney's been in bed with EA a lot in the past. They mm-hmm. had like a, what, a 10-year contract yes. with them to do exclusive uh, development on Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. We didn't get a lot out of that. We got a couple good games. Uh, there was a lot of canceled games. Mm-hmm. It did not look good for EA, but they've still somehow found a way to keep partnership with them. Mm-hmm. So they've already got that relationship status. Ironically, I was just, before I saw this article, I was just uh, listening to that um, Audible book about the MCU. And um, there was a section where they talked about how it was during the 2008 time where Bob Iger went out and he bought uh, Pixar, he bought Mm. Marvel, he bought Lucas Arts, or not Arts, I guess Lucasfilm, sorry, yeah. Yeah. And those were like banger after banger after banger, like in a row, like he did all of that, right? Kind of like reminds me of what Microsoft's been doing with developers as well right now. that's a good point. It's a nice like parallel there. Mm -hmm. But that was something where they were losing touch with the creative side and and the the movies they were putting out not being as successful or not keeping that staple of uh consumer attention mm-hmm. and so that's kind of why they went out for pixar they needed more animation they went out for marvel they wanted to reach uh, according to the podcast or sorry the uh audible book they wanted to reach the young man demographic which also leaked into the star wars stuff right right And now, I mean, we've seen so many issues with, you know, companies losing money. Hollywood's not what it used to be, you know. Disney's lost a lot of money over the pandemic. They've lost a lot of money over this last year with a lot of their releases. Mm -hmm. That, you know, aside, I guess even Marvel really haven't been great. Yeah. Um, They're not making the money they expect to make, I guess, is the more accurate way of putting it. Yes. Not so much that they aren't making money, they're not making what they want. They're just not meeting their standards. Um, even the amusement park side, right? They're mm-hmm. losing a lot of money, it sounds like, on that end. Yeah, because they were closed for so long, I yeah, think. Yeah, but and like it's also so expensive now. Yeah, it's so, so expensive. Like, I don't understand how anybody... Like, people still buy season passes, and I'm like, how? I don't... Yeah. <laughs> you you were able to get a... It's a like a mortgage loan? on your house? Yeah. Like... <laughs> so... I kind of feel like we could be in a position where they are looking to the future of what else can we dabble in to basically do a repeat of revigorating Disney mm-hmm. with with the the consumer. Yeah, I mean it's side. it's possible they would. I mean they are losing like Mickey Mouse, right? Essentially, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. That's has it already happened. I feel like they did something to stop it from ending. Or something they? like that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how long it lasts, but I feel like there was, they did something. Okay. Yeah. They were just like, no. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the courts were like, you're going to have to give up rights to Mickey Mouse. And then they brought in old Cap. Yeah. Old Ro- old Steve Rogers. And they were like, no, I don't think I will. <laughs> and that was that. That was that. Yeah. It was an easy Who's going to argue with them? You're right. I wouldn't. <laughs> well, that's one. We know one person wouldn't. <laughs> so anyways, um, I think it's completely possible that this could be a conversation that's being had between Disney and EA at the very least. Yeah. The uh, the idea. I mean, we've heard rumors that EA 
has been putting their their name in the hat for like being bought mm-hmm. by other developers I think or it publishers. Opens an interesting door for um I know this is like a ridiculous thing for me to bring up, but I feel like it opens an interesting door for The Sims mm-hmm. because they're coming out with The Sims Five, and it already looks like more Pixar-y as far as okay. the, as far as the graphics that I've seen yeah. of the like the previews or whatever. And so like, and also the, the Sims is like widely known for the, being probably one of the most microtransaction ridden game like it literally yeah. is like a game made of microtransactions and i mean i'm sure disney's fine with that as yeah. long as they and, get money out of it and it gives them a bunch more yeah. opportunities for microtransactions like oh expansion pack for this stuff from this movie or this movie or this movie mm. or this property I mean, yeah we've played a little bit of the new um free-to-play game right mm-hmm. Sp- speed storm Disney's Speed Storm, something yeah, like that. I think that sounds right. It's basically a race. It's Mario Kart, mm-hmm. but Disney characters, and yeah. it's completely. What's the one where? It's just completely made for microtransactions. Did we decide that Jack Sparrow was like twenty or forty dollars or something it was insane? Like, it was like sixty. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The, the, I, you know, I, value. I'm kicking myself. I never posted it on social media. Oh yeah. I took the pictures off. Uh, xbox mm-hmm. and i i never posted i forgot about it yeah. and now it's not there anymore of course i mean i have the proof of it right. but like it's not relevant because yeah he's not on the market on there, anymore yeah. it was like their, yeah it, their alleged value based of the off character. the way that they're pricing it they're they're, they're claiming it was 94 percent off yeah but it was still like 20 something dollars mm-hmm. or i can't no, i'll, I'll like have to verify it but in the end yeah. i was like this is like 60 dollars based off what they think 100 percent of the value which is, is insane for one fucking character yeah. skin what yeah so yeah. i'll i'll post it on yeah, the yeah. social media for for our listeners to, yeah. to so, check I mean, out in that vein and knowing how a lot of the ea games already have that like they kind of are a match made in heaven <laughs> well i mean <laughs> disney also has made a very strong push to uh, get into gaming in general mm-hmm. in the last couple years. Yeah. They've done a lot with Star Wars, with EA, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they just came out with this free-to-play game. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man on PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's still Marvel. Yeah. That's still Disney. Yeah. It's just contractual <laughs> with Sony, right? Depending on who you ask. <laughs> I know. The, I mean, the Audible book also verifies yeah. that Marvel owns the rights yeah. to Spider-Man in video games. Which we knew. <laughs> which we knew. But they confirmed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, and, you know, Wolverine also coming out on mm-hmm. PlayStation at some point. Yeah. Probably in like 10 years. But yeah. <laughs> um, obviously that's, you know, an- another deal that they made. Mm-hmm. So they're clearly trying to get their games... You know, and we've seen a lot of remakes, not remakes, sorry, uh, remasters of yeah. old Super Nintendo and Genesis Disney games as well. Mm-hmm. Lion King, Aladdin came out a little bit ago. Yeah. Gargoyles is now coming out. Mm-hmm. So um, they're making a push for gaming. It definitely feels that way. Yeah. All right. Speaking of microtransactions. Uh, Mortal Kombat 1 has a Halloween fatality, which costs players $10. Doesn't sound too out of the ordinary, at least for somebody who doesn't play Mortal so Kombat. Just, just a Halloween-themed fatality. Yes. Just a move. Okay, so I guess I'm in the minority here. So okay. you think it's crazy then? Yeah. I read this, I was like, okay, I mean, that <laughs> seems sound. I mean, you know, why wouldn't? They try to sell a Halloween-themed one. You know, other games are doing Halloween shit. I mean, it makes sense. No, no, no. That's fair. But the price seems unreasonable for something mm -hmm. that's you should... You're probably only going to want to use for at most two months out of the year. Okay. Unless it's really that cool that you'd want to keep using it forever. But, like, if it's got, like, pumpkins or some shit involved, then it's going to be, like, very obviously Halloween-themed. You might not want to use it the rest of the year. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure exactly what it is. But, um... It's, you know, along with you, it was met with a lot of criticism mm-hmm. uh, because the game cost between $70 for, like, the standard edition to mm-hmm. 120 for, like, the upper tiers. Mm. And they are charging for a uh, fatality, which I guess has never happened before. They've charged for characters. Right. Which usually come with fatalities and customizable stuff. Yeah. But um, 
They've never done just a fatality. And people have even compared it to, uh, like, Fortnite, where, like, it's a free-to-play game, and mm-hmm. they, you know, do that kind of shit, but you're doing it in a game that you pay for. You already paid for, yeah. And, you know, this is kind of, for me, the exact scenario and argument that I make for why streaming services for videos, movies, television... Mm-hmm. should not charge you if they have ads. Yep. It's literally the same argument. Yeah, you're paying twice. All right. Here's a fun game, though. It just got a lot of microtransaction issues right, right now. All right. Uh, moving on. Xbox is limiting use of third-party controllers. Ooh. I didn't know there were so many third-party controllers out there in the world. We've, you know, we've seen ones that are like, Xbox compatible and all that crap. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, there's like, I've seen quite a few knockoffs at like Best Buy and GameStop. So, like, there's ones that are like Microsoft endorses these, I guess, right. as like compatible with the console. Okay. But then there's others that are people just kind of use their engineering skills and they, you know, maybe they make their own shit or there are third party companies that make mm-hmm. them that aren't considered official. Interesting. Designs for, for the console. So I wonder if they're going to make any kind of concessions for people who are developing like alternative controllers. Because, you know, there's been a lot of like push lately in the last few years for like accessibility to gaming. Yes. And that's actually become a big topic about this yeah. exact thing. So uh, starting November 12th, Microsoft will no longer allow unauthorized third party accessories to be used with an Xbox console. Uh, according to sources, Microsoft plans to expand its program for approved third-party wireless Xbox controllers. So I guess the idea is that they will allow more within their market, but they kind of have to go through them rather than just exist. Okay, so they're making like a... They're having you go through them to get things approved so they will have Mm. more potential for authorized controllers but i guess on their side it's like pr right they don't have controllers that are causing negative stories for their right so the yeah they're they're validating all the controllers Mm -hmm. that are supposed to be that are are presented as an option so they can say that it works Mm. but you brought up a very good point was you know, that has been a topic about accessibility. You know, there's people who have literal one-of-a-kind custom controllers mm-hmm. that are just for them, yeah. specifically for their disability, yeah. that allow them to game in a way that works for them. Right. Those may not work in this scenario. Yeah. That's going to get complicated. Um, the only thing I could think of is if, you know, we know that Microsoft has the accessibility controller that they've been working on, and I think it released last year. Maybe they feel confident that that will do the job for most people, or maybe they just, this is an oversight over the, the situation that they didn't really think about that scenario. Yeah, I'm also impacting cu- the, yeah. the market or the, the, the community, I should say. Yeah, I'm also curious how they're going to enforce it too. Like, obviously, it'll be some kind of over the air update, mm-hmm. right? But then. Like, if you already had a console and a controller that you've been using, is it, so one day you log in and you can't use your controller anymore? Like, <laughs> Yeah, there is an error message that says, okay. basically, that people have already been getting them. Mm. Basically, more of a, a warning of, as of November 12th, you, you can't use this controller can't be using this controller. And no, it urges sucks. you to return it. Oh. Yeah. So. Interesting. I mean, we don't, I don't think we have No, we have like regular that. Xbox yeah, controllers. Yeah, they're official ones. Yeah. I think we have a switch one that's not yeah yeah nintendo and then maybe a a ps3 controller yeah that'd be like a corded yeah. whatever ps3 extra one all right uh moving on phil spencer still in the xbox talk though phil spencer confirms parody for call of duty on official xbox podcast so he was on their podcast go figure uh, and he said, the goal is 100% parody across all platforms as much as we can for launch and content. This is in regards to Call of Duty being launched, you know, now that they own the, the property. Uh, we have no goal of trying to use Call of Duty to try and get you to buy an Xbox console. Okay. Which, I mean, kind of makes sense, right? They're not making money on the console, necessarily. Right. If anything, they're probably losing money. Right. 
So if they can get you essentially in their ecosystem playing on PlayStation or Nintendo or PC, they own the property now. Yeah. So whatever you're spending within your console is still going to them. So what they're saying is they're going to have the game be the same regardless of what console you're playing it yeah, on. So basically we're, we're, we're not after... Because the contract is still through the end of this year mm-hmm. for uh, Activision and Sony marketing. Mm-hmm. But after this, we're not going to be seeing commercials for Call of Duty, the next game, with the end showing playstation exclusive or Mm -hmm. play the beta first on playstation we're not seeing that anymore obviously if anything it would be on xbox but yeah here phil spencer is saying no we're not going to have that at all that's really nice yeah and it's you know we did have that during the 360 time Mm -hmm. on xbox it we had that exact deal where we got everything a month before playstation did then it got reversed, you know, at a certain point, and then PlayStation got it mm-hmm. because of you know the contract ended, and then PlayStation got the contract. Um, but now we're just not going to have either way. Well, it definitely sounds like that's a step in the right direction because I feel like all this like anytime you get a game that's got this this feature on this console and this feature earlier on this console, it's just kind of fucking annoying. Like we mm-hmm. all just want a game, yeah, it you is, know? yeah. As well as you was like with that situation, I like zombies obviously on Call of Duty, mm-hmm. and that's like my go-to with those games. Mm-hmm. And when you know you have to wait a month, <laughs> yeah, to play the new zombies map when other people have it, yeah, uh, it's so annoying. Yeah, but yeah, so it'll be nice when it's all kind of yeah, and it helps them because then they don't have to worry about like two different user bases not having the same content which means they can't just like put it all together mm-hmm. with their uh servers and stuff very true all right um moving on still on the topic of sony though playstation 5 slim console launches on november 8th so we had this in our last episode and i completely brain farted somehow mm-hmm. and i didn't even talk about it however we like referenced it multiple times yeah. within the other conversations of all the PlayStation. Talk. We probably just like in our brains thought we talked about it because probably because we just had so many things about yeah. PlayStation. Yeah. So uh, the new the newest thing about this is it's going to require internet connection to pair uh, with the console. So I I guess this is kind of I need to step back a second here. So PS5 Slim, it's a new console of PlayStation Five. It's smaller. I think it says it's going to be around 30% smaller in volume. It's still going to support SSD storage expansion like the current one does. Mm -hmm. Um, But basically what's going on is uh, it has a detachable hard drive. Or not hard drive, sorry, a disk drive. Oh, okay. So essentially they're the same console now. The only difference is you buy one that has the disk drive connected or one that doesn't. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, or, the console itself is pretty uniform. Or you can later purchase the disk drive separately. if you. Yes, for $80, okay. which in the long run, you're, I, I think I did the math, you're, you're spending $20 more mm-hmm. buying it that way. It's handy, though, for people who have someone who may be getting them as a gift. And like that, they say they get mm-hmm. the, they get the, the slim console as a gift, but they get the discless version. Yeah. Then at least they only have to pay eighty dollars to upgrade it to something they can use with their discs. Yeah, but here's the thing. Okay. They've changed the price of the digital version. It's oh. no longer four hundred dollars. It's now four hundred and fifty dollars. Ew, rude. So on top of paying for four hundred and fifty for the digital, you go pay the eighty dollars. You're now spending. Like what, five hundred and thirty dollars, I guess. Mm, okay. Versus the five hundred from the start on. Got it. The, the hard or the disc drive console. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which I thought is kind of interesting that they're charging more for the digital version, but not the. The the drive the the disc drive version. Yeah. It's almost like they're trying to push you to the disc one, right? Yeah. In a way. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, but the newest news was. That it's going to require internet connection to pair the, with the console. So essentially, and this may even mean that uh, when you buy the one with the, the disk drive from the start, it's not technically connected and you still have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. So pretty much it sounds like it's doing what Netflix is trying to do with 
how you have to be in the household, whatever. It's going to know oh. if you're in another location and not let you watch or okay. try and be like, you have to pay more money. Gotcha. Um, it it kind of sounds to me like that's what Sony's trying to do with the PlayStation. They want the detachable hard drive so that they can have ease of selling both versions with like the same unit. And that probably saves yeah. them on development costs, not mm-hmm. having to develop two different consoles. Right. And then also they're preventing you potentially from sharing the disk drive yeah with you wouldn't friends. be able to share because you have to yeah. have the internet connection yeah so it's gonna know i assume if you're not on your console your, your or in your house your or something exactly yes. oh that's that's dumb which is only gonna be like an argument toward physical mm-hmm. again really if you think about that's it that's true because you can do that with a disc you can bring it to your friend's house and mm-hmm. um so yeah it's interesting not sure i'm like I, I'm very glad we have the PS5, mm-hmm. but obviously we don't have the physical. So yeah, I assume at some point they're gonna just replace it altogether with the the slim and not have the mm-hmm. original size. Because that's what they did with the PS3, right? Yeah, and um, I don't know if they did with the PS4, but I mean, yeah, I think Microsoft has even done the same kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and also, there will be a Spider-Man 2 bundle for anybody who's interested, also out on November 8th. Uh, this will cost $560. And is that the disk drive or no disk drive? I, be- I believe it's the disk drive. Okay. That makes sense with the price. Yeah. So basically $60 for the game. Yeah. I mean, I guess you're saving a little bit if it is the disk drive. Yeah. Otherwise, you're paying a lot of money yeah. for the digital version. Yeah, yeah. All right, and on the topic of Spider-Man, Insomniac confirms that Wolverine, the game that we just talked about a little bit ago, uh, will be set in the same universe as Spider-Man. Okay. I think that was kind of an obvious. Yeah. I don't see anybody being upset with this. Um, My only, I guess, concern I could think of would be, does this mean any game couldn't be within the same universe? Like, by... uh, if you're kind of pigeonholing yourself with Insomniac making these games, mm-hmm. uh, at least in this situation, Spider-Man and Wolverine, does that mean, or what does that mean, I should say, for another developer making a video game? Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be, actually, is an EA, now that I think about it, which mm-hmm. makes more sense for uh, that whole Disney story. Right. Um, EA is developing an Iron Man game, aren't, aren't they? Oh, Very think, similar to... I think um, so. Oh, what was that game that oh, flopped? Anthem. Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I don't know. And how you know I it's gonna be the that. same exact mechanics yeah. and all yeah, that. Yeah. But um. So I guess for me is Marvel obviously likes to have the shared universe stuff. They've mm-hmm. done it with comics. Obviously, they're doing it with their live action movies. Mm-hmm. Um, why wouldn't they be trying to do it with video games at some point? Yeah. So I guess for me, I the question is. When you have games that are literally exclusive to one console, will they still be able to be in this expanded universe with other games from other developers and publishers Mm -hmm. that aren't the same exact style of game? You know, if it's not the the Sony first or single player story driven quick time event game, does that cause issues, I guess, as far as what they can do or where they can go mm-hmm. or where they can go with like trying to do an expanded universe. I guess it. I'm just wondering if like all these different contracts and developers could cause an issue for like those being all in sync, I guess. Okay. Does That's that make true. any sense? Yeah. No, I, okay. th- I think I follow what you're saying. I also in my head. I, I guess the simple way I'm trying to put it is does that make an issue if there's too many cooks in the kitchen? Yeah, I mean, I guess we're going to have to wait and see, but you're right, it definitely Otherwise, are they like kind of like forcing themselves to be stuck with one developer to make that universe? Right, or is it just easier? And then does it mean it's going to be all exclusive to Sony then? So I'm not familiar with the Wolverine comics, I don't know where they take place or how they tie in with anything, but part of me immediately went to, okay, so they want to reuse the same characters in the same fucking locations again um i mean not necessarily i mean i don't i don't feel like 
Wolverine is heavily tied to New York. No, I, I never got that feeling either. I know there was like in wherever he's in that bar is like upstate New York. I somewhere. mean, I can't even remember where. I mean, do you know where uh, the school for gifted humans or I, what? The, I, you know, the I academy even is. Is it I in New York? I think it's upstate New York. I guess that makes sense because the the animated shows in the nineties were. Spider-Man and X-Men, and they they had the crossover stuff. and mm. So I guess presumably they're all in the same area. Okay. Which obviously looks different than New York City, but yeah. Mm. Obviously they, their game engine is working and doing its thing, so. Yeah. I guess, okay, so I guess you kind of brought up, I guess, what I was trying to get at. If they're doing an expanded universe, can that work when you have some of the games exclusive to a console and then others not? I think so. Okay. I I mean, I think it can work, but it, it does. it's an interesting thing to watch play out, I suppose. I mean, I don't even know if they're doing an extended universe thing. I just yeah. have to assume they would go that route. Right. All right. Um, Moving on. Barbarian. Remember this movie? Okay. That's what I was going to ask. Is this the movie that they... Yeah, absolutely, uh, it is. Okay. I, I mean, we're not going to... Don't give away any spoilers. I'm not. I'm not. I, I just, uh, so, you know. I don't want this. Barbarian is coming <laughs> horror movie. Yeah. A more modern horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, I think everybody should go watch. I thought it was an amazing movie. Um, it is getting a video game adaptation. It's going to be developed by Diversion 3 Entertainment. Uh, they made Friday the 13th, which had to shut down, unfortunately, because of uh, issues with licensing of the character. Between multiple parties, and it caused them to not be able to continue support for the game that they were building. Hmm. It was it's a game that's very similar to the uh, Dead by Daylight kind of stuff. Okay. Um, from what I understand, it was a really fun game. Okay. Uh, but they also did Evil Dead, which I think came out a little bit later. Uh, and uh, according to the description of this, they are going to expand on the setting of the movie the characters and the creatures of barbarian so do you think that this is going to be a survival horror then yeah or it could be like a telltale type of game okay i guess i could see that too single player story driven it's gonna be sony's got they gotta get the sony now it's gonna be so fucking weird Well, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be the exact story of right. that movie. Yeah. It could just be, like, tied to the time or the location. The, the situation. Or, yeah. It could be a sequel for all we know. Yeah. Or, or a, prequel. a prequel. Yeah. Like we, Probably a prequel. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if, like, you're you're most likely catering to the people who liked that movie, right? Right. Yeah. You don't want to give them just the same exact thing they've already seen. Of course. There's not going to be any shock value to that reveal. Yeah. Whereas you do something else within that universe. Fair point. You give them something to be excited for. Yeah. Or disgusted by. Yeah. Probably that. <laughs> okay. Arkham Knight. You remember the game that came out like eight years ago? Yeah. Apparently the Batman suit from the latest movie with um, Robert Pattinson mm-hmm. showed up in the game. On PC. I think it was PC only. Mm-hmm. And specific to Epic Game Store. <laughs> but uh, players found out that they had a notification that they could now use the Batman suit from that movie. Okay. Um, and then shortly after, it had been taken down from the game. Weird. So it's speculated that because they were coming out with the, um, the Arkham trilogy or whatever oh. on on switch mm-hmm. that got delayed a little bit uh-huh. that it was maybe intended to be a launch thing with that oh okay and so we will probably end up seeing it at a later date okay come back makes sense so whenever that may happen i'll probably have to hop in there and see if i can get some more of those damn riddler trophies as the batman yeah all right a remaster of Star Wars Dark Forces is going to be releasing on February 28th of 2024. Okay. For those who were a fan of the game. I'm not familiar with that one. Which one? It's an older game. Oh, it's okay. like I want to say I want to say it was like PlayStation 1. Oh, okay. So it's a deep cut. <laughs> yeah, cuts so deep. 
All right. Uh, there is news that the the next Assassin's Creed game, Assassin's Creed Red, which is a Japanese period piece, uh, may have a female lead. Apparently, one of the writers of the game changed his cover photo on LinkedIn to some character that may be the, the lead of the game mm-hmm. and then changed it back to the character that's from Valhalla shortly after. I mean, it would make total sense if they did that because you, you would have potentially like a geisha character could easily be an assassin because they were like consorts for important people and things like that. So mm. theoretically, I, I could see that unless that's not the route they're going, but I could see that be one of them. I mean, I've... I haven't had a lot of passion for the Assassin's Creed games other than Odyssey. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me you're going to do one in feudal Japan. <laughs> you're interested? I'm interested. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. And I mean, I, is it surprising if they had a female lead? Because like, don't most of their games have female leads? I know Odyssey no. was... Well, not most, sorry. <laughs> but the the more... The newer ones. The newer ones tend to have at least yeah. the ability to be one or the other. Yeah. And I feel like, if I'm correct, I recall reading somewhere that the Kanan character for Odyssey was Cassandra, mm-hmm. not the male version of yeah, the character. whatever his name was. <laughs> Which proves the point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then did they say that um, the female was the canon for... Uh, Valhalla, or did they? Not? I don't know. Oh, okay. I haven't really. I've only played like what the the first hour or two of the okay. when they had that trial. Demos, that was his name. Demos. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I think it makes total sense because like whenever she's seen in other games, it's her. It's not Demos. So mm-hmm. she like shows up somewhere else. I don't remember where, but yeah, I remember that being a thing. Well, plus, um. Is there like an Assassin's Creed VR game coming out on Quest 2 or 3? I think, yeah. And isn't Cassandra like one of the characters that you play as? Uh, I think Which so. kind of implies that they see that as more of a canon character than mm-hmm. a lump of dick male. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Get that guy out of here. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? What? <laughs> what does she say in the game all the time? It basically means shit. Malacca. Malacca. Yeah. <laughs> Get that piece of Malacca out of here. Malacca, yeah. yeah. Get that Malacca out of here. <laughs> All right. Um, I wanted to bring this up because it's gaming related. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I'm going to do this more often. So Fallout, very popular franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's getting a TV series, which we've known. The official... Release is going to be April 12th, 2024, and this will be on Amazon Prime. So, for those looking forward to the Fallout TV series, it is going to be here early next year. Yeah. And then last in our news, uh, Battlefield 2042 has apparently gone free to play. Okay. So you can expect to to buy Jack Sparrow for $60 in it. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as Disney buys EA. Yeah. <laughs> they want that cash ain't. <laughs> All right. Um, and then there was a Xbox partnership preview, I believe they called it. Okay. Which was just essentially some third-party trailers. There was no, like, people talking to the screen. It was just straight trailers back to back to back. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of exciting stuff, in my opinion. Uh, there was a new Like a Dragon game called Infinite Wealth that they kind of showed off. Again, that kind of had my interest. It felt very Bioshock tone. I think it's actually multi-platform though. Uh, it's still, it's called Still Wakes the Deep, and it feels like it's like some kind of paranormal esque situation on like maybe like a oil rig, okay, or underwater facility of some sort. RoboCop Rogue City. They showed a trailer for that again. That comes out November 2nd, which kind of interesting for those who like RoboCop. Yeah. Uh, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater. We've already known about this one since the Sony uh, reveal. Mm-hmm. But they showed in-game engine footage of what to expect. And it is looking good. So 
They showed off a lot of locations that were very memorable in the game. So um, I'm looking forward to this one, actually. I played a lot of these games when I was younger. Yeah. This was all in the PS2 era. And um, I'd say last for me that I was interested in, uh, there was a game called The Finals. And actually currently it has a beta that is open. I think it's on PlayStation and Xbox and PC. Um, the from what I understood, it's a. It's kind of feels like it's a battle royale, but it's like, team based. It's a shooter, and you're basically going to heist a bank vault or something, some kind of safe in this big, arena, mm-hmm. and, I think the idea is to like eliminate your enemy and you get coined from them and then on top of that you're also trying to steal coin within the arena Mm. so it's like who has the most money by the end i guess got it that's what i'm getting from it okay have not played the beta yet i did download it i am excited to play it so maybe i'll talk about it on the next episode sounds good i think it has a few more days left so i'll try to jump in there arc survival ascended was a game that i was really excited for until the I realized this is going to be an arc game. Yeah. Um, it showed a lot of fucking dinosaurs mm-hmm. and a lot of cool shit that I was like, yes, yes, give me more. Mm-hmm. And then quickly I was realizing this yeah. is going to be arc. And they were like, nope. And I was, you know, very disappointed at that point because I'm not into the extreme survival games. I wish they had a mode on those. So you know how in like Minecraft you can put it on peaceful mode? <laughs> Yeah, they should have just like, a, I, I just want to play with dinosaurs mode. Yeah, they should have like a peaceful mode or like a explorer mode or something like that. Yeah. Where you just get to like do the fun stuff. Dinosaur action mode. Yeah, and yeah. not have to worry about like getting killed by a fucking plant. Yeah. Extruding, like expelling a yeah. gas in or your Or just face. people. Or people, yeah. 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 The way I understand it, I feel like the game is essentially GTA... But in, like, in like a medieval, prehistoric yeah. with future technology yeah. uh, combat. Yeah, that I sounds about right. And then Alan Wake 2, they showed a little bit more, but it's nothing more that we haven't already seen. And that game will be out on October 27th. Sweet. Okay. Well, I mean, that's it for our news. The The event was not that exciting for the, the Xbox stuff. I was kind of hoping that we get something new. I guess the finals was something new. But everything else was pretty much stuff you kind of expected and I will most likely be multi-platform anyways. I feel like um, I'm noticing a trend with these like previews and whatever the fuck video thing, presentations from the various game studios or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when they are during like normal person working business hours, they're not as good. As the ones that they schedule that normal people can watch. I mean, they always kind of are during the the week, aren't they? Well, but like quite a few times we've had them on like a Sunday evening. Okay. Yeah. Xbox has done like some Sundays or Saturdays. Maybe it's a coincidence, but to me in my brain, I remember those ones being better. Maybe it's not a thing to do with when they're airing them, but I just was wondering if they do that on purpose. I, I think that maybe we're just not going to see anything exciting as fuck. That's a real description. Yeah. Uh, unless it's the like summertime, you know, mm. E3. Yeah. Sometimes you get some some cool stuff at the uh, video game awards, but it's never usually anything like oh shit, changing the industry. You right. Know, announcements. True. But fingers crossed. Yeah. We do have December coming up. Yeah. That's how time works. all right so that's it for our news um we did play some stuff or i guess i did yeah you did is there anything on here that you've played i haven't played shit okay i'm I'm the worst i'm sorry okay no you're fine (laughs) i'll try to play something next for next time i don't have a whole lot to, to to talk about um i just have a couple things so first off obviously spider man 2 came out uh on october 20th Developed by Insomniac, published by Sony Interactive. Uh, action adventure, approximate length, I would say, just based off me playing it, it's somewhere between 25 and 30 hours okay. to 100% the game. This obviously is a sequel to the Spider-Man 
game on PS4 from 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, it pretty much continues the story straight on from the tease of the last game. And uh, yeah, it's for me, I had a lot of fun playing this game, but I did feel there was a lot of things that felt like they kind of took steps back in the gameplay from the first game. Okay. Which didn't really work for me, but overall, I really had fun with this game. It was more fun Spider-Man swinging through the through the city of New York. Obviously, they expanded the map a bit. Uh, I would say traversal in that experience of swinging around was widely improved, which is saying a lot because the first game was so good. Yeah. But they've added this whole wing mechanic where you can the wingsuit thing so basically you know and that's like a thing that spider-man had back in the day yeah um you have the the armpit wings Mm -hmm. and so basically you can swing and then and then soar and then flip and yeah into the soaring position and then just kind of coast the sky for a bit it's pretty cool and stuff you can go a little further without falling. yeah yeah and then you can you know switch back and forth with that and traversing with swing and all that stuff so they did a lot of improvements with that and they've added like these gusts wind channels for you to like kind of oh, take advantage of those to kind of quickly get around the city I assume instead some... of like slowly floating across yeah um there's probably some little mini challenges to make sure you're yeah that. there's some okay. trophies involved with it and all that too um i would say though for me i think that was a good decision for the fact that they expanded the map so much Mm -hmm. but at the same time the map itself felt a bit i don't want to say empty but not as the size didn't feel proportional to what there was to do around it Mm, compared to the first game okay and maybe that's because there was just a bigger map so less concentrated yes okay um and i felt like a lot of the side missions just kind of felt like they were relatively either reskins of the pre- previous game or just not as fun as the previous game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was kind of disappointing to me. A lot of col- like costume selections, some really cool ones. Unfortunately, I would say most of them felt like they were kind of filler. But I don't expect people to really play with like a bunch of different costumes anyways. So right. it's really not that big of a deal. I will say, uh, one thing that I was kind of confused on, though, is I felt like marketing for this game before it released was saying that there would be a lot of customization between the the suits. Like, you could, like, mix and match is what I understood. Mm -hmm. Have not seen that as an option at all in this. So, I don't know if I just haven't figured out how to do it or if if I was misunderstanding what they meant. Mm -hmm. But the way I understand it so far is you can unlock a costume... And then depending on the costume within that one, you can unlock four variants of that costume. Okay. Which is usually just like a color change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you were showing me a little bit of this and it's pretty interesting what they did, but it definitely doesn't seem like you can mix and match features from cost between costumes, mm-hmm. which is kind of what we thought. I think for me, it would have been really cool if they had let you essentially use every costume from the first game and Miles Morales within this one. Yeah. Because they have Peter and Miles playable in this game. So, like, it would have been cool to be able to use all of those. Yeah, they should Um, each have their costumes or whatever. I mean, they do have some that are, like, repeats from the other games. Mm -hmm. But, like, I really liked the... um, cyborg spider-man mm-hmm. costume that's when i always yeah i'd go between that one and uh scarlet spider mm-hmm. and scarlet spider is in this but like cyborg spider-man isn't and so like that right. sucks for me that i can't use that one right I, I mean it's a really solid game i i can't really complain it sony you know insomniac did what they do and it's a solid story i do think that. The reveal of who Venom is was a bit lackluster and predictable, Mm. uh, especially when it felt like they were trying to make it seem like it was like this, you'll never guess who it is kind Mm -hmm. of thing in the marketing. And then I was like, well, but you can very easily. (laughs) Yeah. My, I guess my only other, going back to like the things that kind of felt like steps back were for me, um, the combat 
was very um, heavy on combo punching versus the um, gadgets that you had in the first game. Oh, yeah. They kind of took away a lot of gadgets. Hmm. And you could tell they semi-incorporated them into other parts of his attacks. But overall, it felt like they kind of just split up Miles and Peter and gave them like kind of half the... Hmm. abilities they had in the previous games I see. which i guess was their way of kind of filling in giving them both kind of their own thing yeah um but like i to me it took away from an aspect of the combat where you can like you know choose to go full throttle and and fight everybody head on or you can do stealth they do have stealth but it's just very limited with what you can do to the perch takedowns and stuff like that whereas in the previous game with take uh, with the uh, with gadgets, you know there was the the mine, the web mine or whatever it was, trip mine. Yes. And you could attach it to a wall, and if a uh, enemy walked by, yeah. it would sense it and then hit them and Love pull them to one. the wall. And they have like a gadget that's similar, where it just like launches in the air, grabs I think like four enemies and then pulls them in. Um, but all it does is pull them in, maybe stun them hurt them a little bit you still have to fight them after that and so it's not like really like a takedown per se okay so i guess for me it took away that element of creativity and combat diversity i guess as far as what you can do and how you can do it as to get those like the combo number really high Mm -hmm. and in previous games they had like a whole get a 100 hit combo trophy and this one i don't think it even has it which kind of maybe explains it is they don't really have the game tailored to getting those high combos right like the other games were kind of built around Mm -hmm. Um, interesting but yeah really fun game though obviously you know i've said negatives but like i guess for me it's easier to talk about what i didn't like because like it's just so apparently popular and yeah. fun to everybody that like I don't need to say what was great about it. Right. Obviously, traversal was great. Yeah. I liked the. I. I. Another thing I did like, I'll say this is, um, they improved. There's missions where you play as other characters, other than Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And in the previous games, when they had that, it was very boring mm-hmm. and stupid. Yeah. Where you just had to hide and sneak around people and it took forever and yeah. it was just not very engaging. Yeah, I hated those. And in this one, they give those characters some kind of a weapon. Mm. So you can kind of feel like you're doing a little bit more within that mission rather than just sneaking around. Perfect. You still, the whole idea is to still sneak around, but like if you do get caught, you can you have an option. try and knock them out before okay. uh, everybody's alerted or, you know, it's a little bit more of a faster pace. Good. And I appreciate that they, they did that. Yeah, that sounds much better. So yeah, for me, um, Spider-Man 2, I think was a solid large slice for me. I, I think it had some stuff that it could have improved. I think they chose to kind of balance it out awkwardly with the characters rather than adding brand new stuff. But Traversal was great. Story was was really good. I think people will have a lot of fun with this game. But overall, don't really expect anything completely like groundbreaking from the first game. Yeah, They've just improved on certain aspects. And like I said... I like took took steps back in other aspects. Got it. But definitely worth a pickup, especially if you can find it on like a Black Friday or holiday sale. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I'm excited to check it out eventually. Yeah, I mean, and you know, I bought the collector's edition or whatever the hell. I had to have that statue. The yeah, the Venom. You know, Venom. I know it's at this point everybody's favorite fucking Spider-Man villain, yeah. but like as a child, I I obsessed over yeah. Venom. Like I he was. The coolest villain to me. Yeah. And so like, it's great that we have all these things bringing Venom into the mix now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I had to get this statue. Of course. It was worth the money just for the statue. Yeah. All right. And then um, I just wanted to bring up the other thing I've been playing a lot lately. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 has a... Well, and Warzone. Mm-hmm. It, you know, the combo of those games 
have a haunting event going on right now where it's essentially like they did with the last uh, year or so where you have a game type you can play where essentially you become zombies and mm-hmm. then you have to like kill the people within the war zone after you become like when you die you become a zombie oh, yeah. and then you have to go and try and take out the rest of those right, right, people right. it was really fun i've got my ass kicked playing it this year and really all i did was reskin it with a different like feel than mm-hmm. the last i think last time it was like you were a ghost or something mm-hmm. and this one you're more of a zombie okay um it's the same kind of game type uh but they also had some other things where they have just in multiplayer they had a a a couple maps that they gave the Halloween treatment Mm -hmm. and then they have these green souls that are dropped when you kill an enemy and um, they have basically uh, events where you can collect those souls each game type is limited to the type of soul you or the amount of souls you can get of them Mm -hmm. it's usually between 12 and 15 Um, and then you can spend those to get items like double xp or uh calling cards or emblems or a couple of them are uh, guns okay like blueprints but they are really fucking a lot of soul points so you have to like grind a bit luckily i did it good yeah i only had like a i think it was it said it was like eight days left so i was like grinding real hard for that so i got that all done um but the biggest thing I think they did was with Warzone as well was they have these five or six bosses that you have to basically do these objectives. Either fight them or go collect something and then bring it somewhere else or whatever. And they're all themed after different things. There's like mm-hmm. a ghost train. There's this demon guy that you have to like spawn. And then there's a UFO you have to take out. There's all these different things. I had so much trouble with this. It really annoyed the shit out of me because um, on top of having to deal with the world trying to kill you in this game, Mm -hmm. you then have to go and openly shoot the fuck out of this big boss guy or or whatever, a UFO in the sky, Mm -hmm. blatantly telling everybody where you are. Right. And it's not like it's a quick, like, shoot them a few times and they're down. It's like, it's a long process boss boss battle and it's... I feel like the game does not cater to people who don't have friends to play this game with mm-hmm. and have that squad that they can put together. It, if you're a rando with other randos and those people don't care to do what you're trying to do, you're fucked. Yeah. And that, I think, really was frustrating for me because I, I was in that situation. Yeah. Luckily, I got to do it. I got them all done. But a couple of them, I'm going to be honest, I feel like they were blind luck. The demon guy, you have to go through this whole process of summoning him. I was lucky lucky enough to finally just find the summoning portal open at one point, and I just snuck in. Nice. Another team was already in there attacking him. Uh-huh. I just got a couple hits in with my pistol before yeah. one of their teammates killed me instantly. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, 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 hella mad. Yeah. Realized at the end of the game, it counted as me killing the guy as well, because oh. they killed him. But because I put shots on him, it, it counted as, as me contributing. Nice. So that was pretty cool. Took me way too many hours to find that out. Yeah. But it's a fun event. And I think actually it's, I think maybe themed around Diablo 4 as well. Oh, okay. At least some of it. The The summoning demon guy I think is a Diablo thing. Got it. Okay. Um, It's a lot of fun. They have stuff that you can win through, you know, playing... So if anyone's looking for something, I think it's here till, I want to say, the 9th or something like that. Nice. November 9th, I, I think. So um, hop on, give it a try. There's some daily reward stuff you can get in the meantime. If I were to rate it, I would say um, probably just a solid slice it for me. Just because it's like the difficulty, I think, kind of makes it a little bit less appealing but it is fun, and if you have that like environment of a squad to play with, and It'll be better. eventually I had like some teams that were like also clearly trying to do some kind of objective. So yeah. I was like, okay, I want to do this one, but I guess I'll go do this one instead because they're actually trying to do it too. Right, and yeah. like Maybe I'll get it done. You yeah. know, it took some some more grinding than I expected, but I, I got it. So yeah, 
All right. You didn't really have any games, right? You you had played. No, I haven't played shit. I've you've been, been you've been, been useless. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't even gone back on fucking Harry Potter and finished my OWLs. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. I know. I know. I have. I don't. I don't know what I've been doing. I'm just. I'm off lately. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. You just. You just don't have. You just don't have a solid gaming. Ain't. Yeah. Going. I guess not. I'll have to work on that. Yeah. All right, well, um, I guess that leads us with our releases to mm-hmm. just kind of skim over for everybody who uh, may be looking for some stuff to play. Mm-hmm. A lot of Halloween-themed stuff out there. So um, Xbox Game Pass uh, now has Dead Space Remake. This will be out on the 26th, and it uh, is a solid fucking remake for anybody who's looking for that survival horror itch of the old Resident Evil games. They've updated some stuff. They've you know They've tweaked the story a little bit. And I think they did a lot of a lot of good with it. Good deal. Like a Dragon Ishin is also on Game Pass. Uh, from what I understand, it's a Like a Dragon spinoff game, but it takes place in 1860s with a samurai as the lead. Okay. Forza Motorsport came out, I think, a bit ago, but I just wanted to re-highlight that for anybody who's looking for a racing game. Uh, PlayStation and PlayStation Plus. Obviously, Spider-Man 2 just came out. Uh, It's not on PlayStation Plus, but Spider-Man 2 is out for PlayStation 5. So, you go check it out. Uh, Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord is going to be out on the 26th for PlayStation VR 2 and Quest. This is a VR game I just wanted to throw in there. Ghostbusters themed. Uh, As far as PlayStation Plus... The Callisto Protocol, which is uh, kind of a spiritual successor, I would say, to Dead Space. Mm-hmm. It's uh, from a team that did work on the Dead Space games previously. Uh, Weird West Definitive Edition is also out for PlayStation Plus. I'm not quite sure what that game is. But obviously the most important one on the list <laughs> so far, Farming Simulator 22. Yeah. If you thought maybe that'll be if you step. thought twenty one was a hedge too much, <laughs> huh. there's gonna be uh there's definitely some advancements from year to year. Yeah, <laughs> in farming technology. Yeah, uh, the grass mechanics. Yeah, real nice ain't. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll make this my next game I play. Yeah. <laughs> You come back with like a like a farmer's accent and a tan. It's like a farmer's tan, but it's just on your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Only my hands are tan. <laughs> Alright, for Switch, um, they have one game. Super Mario Wonder. This is the one where you, you turn into a an elephant. Oh, okay. And you like have trouble remembering what you were doing. Or no, you wouldn't have trouble I was remembering. Like- Elephants never forget. Whatever. <laughs> Guess we know I'm not an elephant. <laughs> All right. Uh, multi-platform Sonic Superstars uh, came out on the 17th for the Sonic fan out there. Yeah. Never really been my thing. Hellboy Web of Weird came out on the 18th. Gargoyles Remastered. This is the one I was talking about earlier. Uh, came out on the 19th. And Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 came out on the 20th. So, anyone who wants a fix of the old Metal Gear games, again, (laughs) you want to buy it for a billionth time, here it is. Uh, Alan Wake 2 coming out on the 27th. And, of course, Gotham Knights uh, is on both Game Pass and PlayStation Plus. For those who were interested, but didn't hear great things like I did. Yeah. So... I will be checking it out. Yeah, actually, that it's... might be my next game to check out. Okay. Yeah, and this is the one you play as the four different uh, yeah. characters. Yeah, I feel like I can get behind that. Uh, to be clear, though, this is not set in the same universe as the other Arkham games. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I, I think some people, some on, people were on the internet were confused by that. Because hmm. Batman is dead, I believe, in this story. Yeah. I think or at so. least not around. Not around, yeah. in any case. He went yeah. to get milk and cigarettes, and he yeah. just never came never back. Came back. That's what happens. Yeah. He ran off with Joker. 
Yeah. Got hitched in Vegas. Yeah. And that should that should do it. That's our that's our episode. It's a good one. It's a, it's a shorter episode. Yeah. Much shorter than usual. Yeah. You know, we always say we're gonna do it shorter. Yeah. This, this time, time we, we were we like, did. let's have a Lord of the Rings extended edition <laughs> level episode. And the news was like, nope. and then we were like, <laughs> done in no time. Yeah. We just really went with the ain't. Yeah. Of it all. <laughs> with the ain't. Yeah, well, maybe next time we'll have a little bit more exciting news, but I think we we did what we, we could. Had some, I think we had some good news. It yeah. just wasn't a lot. Yeah, it wasn't enough to be like doing all the yeah. like personal, passionate, passionate yeah. stuff. And besides, do. I would like to think that people don't come to the podcast for the news itself, but the friends they made along the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Well, don't forget to follow our podcast. Tell people that you know to also come listen to our podcast. Yeah. Um, subscribe on whatever podcast you're using. Check out our website. We have a relatively new URL. It is dissectingthisfiction.com. Follow us on Twitter at DTFpod or Instagram at dissectingthisfiction. And we even have like Facebook, which is Dissecting This Fiction Podcast. Um, we're we're all over the place, so yeah, uh, us... not quite as active on some of them as we could be. Right, we're I'll try on to it. work on that. Yeah, we're we're improving slowly but surely. Yeah, yeah, but help us out. Leave us a post, do something, and we'll interact with you, and we'll it'll help us up, help us help you. Yeah, help <laughs> us help you. <laughs> Help us. Yeah. Help you. Help you. Yeah. <laughs> As it helps us. <laughs> Through helping you. Yes. <laughs> but inevitably, we're helped. Mm-hmm. Because of the help we gave you. <laughs> All right, that's it for episode 136 <laughs> of Dissecting This Fiction. Bye-bye. <laughs>